Welcome to the All Souls Episcopal Parish in Berkeley's Sermon Podcast. Today is Pentecost, and we hear from the Reverend Phil Burchard as he preaches from the lectionary, which was Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 21. As always, you can find more information about All Souls or more sermons on our homepage, which is allsoulsparish.org. disciples had been waiting. They had been gathering and they had been praying, they had been teaching and they had been breaking bread. Week after week after week, they had remained trusting in the promise that they had received from the risen Christ, that they would be baptized with the Holy Spirit. But nothing that we have recorded, at least, had happened. And after all of these weeks, I imagine that they're getting a wee bit anxious. So that morning of Pentecost, there they were in that same upper room praying and waiting. And maybe it was that day that the ancient maxim was coined, be careful what you pray for. Because then, all of a sudden, in a rush of sound and flame, the long-awaited spirit fills the entire house. If those, uh, well, if I had been one of those disciples, I'll just say it that way. If I had been one of those disciples, I probably would have been waiting for about this much of the spirit. And maybe, if I was feeling really, like, open and generous, maybe this much of the spirit... But they got this much of the Spirit. And as a result, all of them began speaking about God's deeds of power and in languages other than their own. Somehow, they were able to speak in a new way and be understood. And something changed. And it was wild. And it was out of their control. And ever since, we have been trying to figure out what we should make of that day. Do we imitate it? Do we ask for the Spirit to rest on us like tongues of fire? All right, maybe not very many people have been asking for that. Do we try and speak in tongues like they did? In my experience, at least in this tradition, we often encounter this feast as a, as a kind of a time capsule or as a museum piece. And while it's critical for us to remember this day, rather than trying to uh, replicate what happened to them in that upper room thousands of years ago, I think the reason why we tell this story is so that we, like those disciples, can open our hearts to what the Spirit is saying now to us today. And so I wonder, what would it sound like if we were able to speak in a new way? 
Well, one of the things we would know it by is where it goes next. Because the reverberations of the Spirit did not stop with those who were inside of the house that day. Because the sound of all of those people speaking and that sound of the the violent rush of wind draws in diverse crowds who are stunned. Because in all of that noise, they hear the disciples speaking each in their native tongue. Amazed and astonished, their first question is this. Wait a minute. Aren't those Galileans? Galileans were not supposed to know these languages. Uh, remember that most of the disciples of Jesus were from the Galilee, which is a, a kind of a bywater of Palestine, which itself was a bywater of the Roman Empire. It is highly unlikely that these disciples would have known how to speak in the language of those from Mesopotamia and Libya and Egypt and Cappadocia. And if the Spirit just wanted the good news, this news of God's deeds of power to remain with that inner circle, Aramaic would have been just fine. Instead, all kinds of languages are spoken, but not as a cacophony, not through uniformity, but in a divine diversity. You see, the outpouring of the Spirit is so abundant that it overruns the bounds that we assume. This is one way you'll know it, friends. For the gifts of the Spirit are not meant for just us. Which is really good news. Because at this moment of American life, it can feel like much of the world has fallen into shadow. This pandemic has dragged on, and though the rates of death are a small fraction of what they have been, I don't know that we have really truly absorbed that one million Americans have died from this disease. And even though the hospitalizations are low comparatively, the effects of this virus continue to ripple through our lives. Uh, And this season, it's graduations missed, it's celebrations dampened, it's anxieties felt. And I wonder if this is connected to what has felt like relentless violence. Young men and women gunned down on our streets, around the country, physicians and partygoers and recent graduates. Since our services last Sunday, when Maggie preached, there have been 11 shootings of four or more people in this country. And these traumas, they, as they continue to mount and to overlap, some days it feels like a nightmare from which we just cannot seem to wake up. 
and the sense of lurking dread is hard enough to live with, but, it's, but at least to me and I think to others, it has felt compounded by the inability or the unwillingness of our elected officials to come together in any meaningful way to address it. The partisan divide is widening and there, there's this despair that keeps worming its way into my heart that is slowly draining away life and energy and hope. Which is why I at least needed this day. To come to this day, this feast of Pentecost, because I needed once again to hear the story of the Spirit unbound. This year, in the midst of all that's been happening, around us, within us. As I encountered this story again, I found myself compelled when, when Peter draws upon the prophet Joel for the prophet writes, In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy your young men and women shall see visions, and your old men and women shall dream dreams. And in these words, I found sparks of hope. Because I was reminded that time and time again, when the people of God cannot see a way forward, whether it's in Pharaoh's grip or deep in exile, God offers a vision of what can be. And the dream of God is kindled again. And so I've been wondering, I've been wondering this week, what does it mean to dream? It means that even in the deepest of shadow, that there is enough light to see a way forward. There is enough to imagine a new way of speaking and of living and of being. Because that's when you need the hope. That's when you need to dream. When life is not going anywhere close to according to plan. And part of the hope that I found this week came from some of our neighbors next door. And from what I've seen around All Souls Parish, where the Spirit has been at work. Seven years ago, we listened. We listened for what to do with a parish house. And we were led to build housing for all. Now, we, we could have built enough for just us. But we had a vision that there would be enough room for many others with us. And today, Jordan Court stands. And it started with a vision, a hope, a dream 
And friends, it appears that the Spirit is not done with us yet. Because we have experienced an outpouring of trust and hope in this place. We have the opportunity to share from these gifts with many, many others to share the abundance of blessing that we have received. And so because of this, I have been dreaming recently. And when I dream, I dream that we are in relationship with those who have inhabited this land for thousands and thousands of years. And I dream that we are active alongside the Spirit in the healing of this land and of its original people. And I dream that we take up our part as repairers of the breach and that we work to right the wrongs that have brought us to this day and give of ourselves for the economic flourishing and freedom of all. Amen. And now these are just a couple of my dreams, and there are many more. And I want to hear yours. For I trust and I believe that the Spirit is at work in you as well, that you also look around this world, and in the rubble of destruction, you are hoping for creation. In the depths of sorrow, you are yearning for healing. And for a while now, we have been praying and waiting. And the, the, the Spirit is speaking through the prophet of visions and dreams. So have courage, friends. Open your hearts. For the Spirit is present here and now, and together we will dream.